20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh, oh, Hey everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Danny. And I'm Heidi. And with us tonight, we've got a couple of special guests. Why don't you guys say hello? Hey, I'm Sheila. I'm John. If you uh, remember, or maybe you don't, Sheila and John were um, a couple that joined us for episode 22 and our first Swinging Around the Lifestyle interview, and uh, we're happy to have you guys back. Thank you. Good to be here. Good to be back. Yeah, you guys were our first our first interview. It was uh, popping the interview cherry. It was it was fun. <laughs> well, we like that. So, <laughs> so we're so we're happy to have you two back. Welcome. So good to be here. Thank you. I'm curious. Is there, you know, how's, how's your relationship been? How's uh, the swing life been for you guys? It's been actually episode 22 is quite a while. So it's, it's quite a while from now. It's been, yeah, it's probably been about a year, about a year, I think. Yeah. So it's it's been been, almost a year. I think it was last spring. It's been, yeah, I think you're right. Fantastic. That's good. Um, (laughs) Are you still just the two of you? Have you started any new relationships? I know you had kind of dabbled in polyamory. We've talked about that before. Uh, we've, we've we've got a gal that we see from time to time that likes to call call herself ours. So <laughs> kind of like a girlfriend. Anything. Yeah, not anything. She's not living with us or anything like that. But yeah, we see her. Try to see her about once a month and spend the weekend together. So oh, that's fun. Now, if if you're having a weekend together, is it just exclusively the three of you? Mm, so far it so, has been so far i yeah. mean on the weekends that we're with her we don't none of us has stopped uh stop seeing other people but when we're with her it's just the three of us mm-hmm. and you guys have a lot of fun oh yeah yeah she's uh she's um a sexual dynamo <laughs> <laughs> well to hear that coming from you who i think you're i know you're crazy as is so i can only imagine what she's like <laughs> Um, she she's exhausting, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> it's, it's a good kind of tired. Yep. <laughs> so when we were trying to schedule um, getting together to do this podcast, Sheila, you had mentioned that you guys had a busy weekend uh, just this past weekend coming up, and uh, I think you had said that you were going to be at a party, like a weekend long party. Is that right? Uh, yeah. The the way we've been doing. The- these parties lately, we I think we talked about it last time. We run a big, you know, vacation home that's four square feet or whatever, and then we all pitch in to help pay for it. And um, we've started doing um what we call an intimate evenings on the Friday night, which is we keep it to around twelve or so couples, and then whatever single single females. And then on Saturday night is the big party where we have actually this time we had thirty one yeah. thirty one couples. Thirty one couples, our biggest our biggest party. Yet. Yeah, so oh, that's great. And we spend oh, the night yeah, at the house. Thing. So, so it's a weekend long. By the time we crawl home Sunday, we're spent. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it's a good yeah. thing we waited until middle of the week to to get together. Otherwise, you might not have had any any energy for us. <laughs> <laughs> we both we both took a personal day on Monday. Yep. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> yeah, you can't really call into work and say I need a sex day. <laughs> Got to recover. I need a you need a sex personal day. <laughs> as much as I'd love to, yeah, we're we're. We've gotten pretty good at the uh, the raspy voice and <laughs> sad sack look in our eyes. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's probably a good thing that most works are moving towards just calling it paid time off PTO instead of like vacation day versus sick day. So you don't have to feel guilty. Like I'm taking a day, and and that's it. <laughs> yep. And you don't have to say, well, I'm sick, <coughs> or I pulled my back, or you know whatever excuse. Yep. <laughs> that way you can you can just get away with it. <laughs> so this. This episode was your idea, Heidi, um, mm-hmm. so why don't you introduce the topic for the day? So we've got a lot of listener email and various questions and uh, from listeners, friends, you know, and anybody in the sex life just about 
squirting. And it's it's a big topic in I think amongst females is just squirting. And I don't squirt. So I didn't feel like it was very fair of me to try and, you know, do a one on one show with you and I and talk about squirting when I don't have the experiences of it. I mean I can talk about the experiences of being someone who hasn't squirted yet and that side of things. But yeah, and, and and we've tried. We've we've tried various techniques and it just hasn't it hasn't happened for you. We've had individuals mm-hmm. who have said they can get you to squirt and they had nobody's been able. Nobody's Every gotten, man out there seems to be cocky enough to be like, "I know how to make women squirt. I can squirt. I can get you to squirt. Let me stick a finger in there. Let me get my two fingers in there. Let me get my thumb in there. I can do it in five minutes. You're squirting. It has not worked for me. And I think when men say that, it makes me less likely to squirt because then there's like the pressure, you know. Yeah. There's so anyway, Sheila is here with us. If you feel under pre- if you feel under pressure to do it, then yeah, it's it's, it's probably not happen. probably not going to happen. <laughs> So let's let's just dive right in then. Why don't you can you tell us a little bit about the first time when you did squirt? The first time. Oh, this is interesting because John is the one telling us the story well, for Sheila squirting. I love this, like this was, dynamic. Was, this is great. It was actually frustrating for me because we we worked at it and worked at it and worked at it, and we we bought the videos and you know bought yeah. a book and you know I've been all down that road and and uh, oh, so this was like a, a personal goal for the two of you get Sheila to squirt uh, it it used to be it's probably it's not anymore cuz I'm really I'm not much of, I do it sometimes but not a lot and oh, so you do it okay here's <laughs> here's what we've discovered for us and it may be different with with every other couple but for us it's situational mhm um Early on, when we we met a, a couple in lifestyle, and this this guy, I don't know what his trick is, but he gets near a woman and she squirts. <laughs> he's got a technique, and he's he's not arrogant about it. He's they're dear friends of ours, but I think what we've learned is it's a situational thing at parties, and. Sheila squirts quite a bit with some of our other playmates, male and female, but it's difficult for me to get her to squirt. So does that make you jealous? You know, at first, you know, I, I, it doesn't make me. It didn't make me jealous, but it, it, I was a little frustrated until uh, we've we've got a very close circle of friends, which I think we probably talked about last time, and almost every one of those women squirted with me. Mm-hmm. Huh. So, so you do have some talent in there. Well, and again, I, it is, is it's not so much talent as it is situational. And the fact that when you're playing with another couple or playing with couples, um, it's very erotic. And it's just you get caught up in the moment. So do you think there's this underlying assumption that squirting equals woman is more the woman's more turned on the woman's having a better orgasm that like if a woman squirts she's therefore having a better time than if she's not squirting you know with with the friends we know that that squirt um some of them have said have described it as not really an orgasm but a release and when i've experienced squirting myself i would say that's the same thing that it's that it's sort of it's a it's a release but it's not really an orgasm it's a different feeling um, and some women are, are like, yeah, no, yeah, that's, you know, that's an awesome, awesome orgasm. And some of them don't orgasm at the same time. So we've we've kind of seen it both ways. Okay. So, that, I mean, it's good to know because I, I feel like for men out there who are trying to get their women to squirt, they might be disappointed in thinking that, well, I can't get her to come as hard. Or I can't get her to have, a, like, the ultimate sexual experience. Yeah, she isn't, she isn't where... She isn't at the pinnacle of where she could be. No, it's different. Yeah. They're two different things. Yeah. So do you enjoy that release? Like, does it does it feel good? Would you say it's better, the same? <laughs> di- just It's different than an orgasm, clearly. But, like, if you had to if you had to pick one or the other, which would you choose? Um, I would tell you the same thing I say about being with a guy versus being with a woman. It's not better. It's just different. <laughs> <laughs> but ultimately, what if you had to pick one? <laughs> Oh, Gun. if I if I had to pick one, I I prefer an orgasm over squirting. For because I know you I I know you'd pick a cock over a poon. <laughs> um, most of the- I think I've asked you that question already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
uh, most of the time there there are occasions where I chase pussy like nobody's business. So <laughs> <laughs> I figured it would just be chasing you. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I slow down. <laughs> I have noticed with Sheila in particular, her orgasms are much more intense mm-hmm. and deeper than when she squirts. Mm-hmm. So there, I can actually see, and I've noticed that with some of our other friends, uh, female friends, that they're definitely different. Yeah, yeah. So do you have a technique that you've developed, John? You said you had mentioned that you've been able to get other women to squirt. Is there anything special that you've done well, in those maybe situations? Maybe we can talk about before we get to the success stories. We can talk about our what we what we've done yeah. and what we've looked up and what we've tried that hasn't worked and what other guys have tried. Um, and we actually haven't really talked. Like I haven't asked you. Oh, so what was he trying? So maybe you can say, oh, that you know, guys have been have tried this, but. I know when we've been tried it ourselves, it's a lot of, um, we haven't bought any books or anything, but we've done a lot of, or, we've done internet we, research, we've done internet China. looking yep. up and it's, and some sites are, you know, try to find, like go, the you know, energy a, spot. the energy spot, you know, couple knuckles in and, and, you know, turn your finger. So you're doing like a come hither, like come here with your finger. Some are say face up, some say face down so that you're your fingers pointing towards the asshole or if it's pointing up towards the belly and we've tried both and you said it it's gotten really good and one finger versus two but you just haven't quite got there no no i haven't and and when other guys have tried it's always been with their fingers they haven't um we haven't swapped to try and get me to squirt that way and it's it's the same thing like what you've what you've said they've Usually two fingers in the come hither kind of position, um, pointing towards like my belly button, and then doing like like a fast stroke with a lot of pressure has been what the guys who've said that they can get yeah, anyone to yeah, squirt. The, 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 the self-proclaimed squirting squirting yeah, the few men. Guys, and when I've watched, they seem quite aggressive. They they were like really <laughs> aggressive, like almost to the point where like their hand was like pushing right up against my pubic bone in the not most comfortable way not like uncomfortable but mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. enjoyable you know and that probably would, didn't exactly add to the the situation but yeah i mean i i don't know i don't i don't get in my head about it i have some friends who squirt and i'm fine like they do and you know it is what it is like it's not something that i'm jealous about and it's like oh well if i eventually get there i get there but i feel like if we try to dedicate any time to it, it's just going to get in my head, and then we're not going to be successful. We'll just get frustrated. Right. Well, you know what? What in, in a lot of the couples we've talked with, and Sheila and I have talked about it, the apprehension for the for the woman is she almost feels like she's she's got to pee, mm-hmm. and she gets tense and feels like I I do that all over her. It's from what I've been told by Sheila and the other women I, that, that, that I've played with is that's their apprehension early on. Because mm-hmm. if they're afraid, they're instead of actually squirting, they're going to actually cause an embarrassing moment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and I, I've definitely experienced that feeling like during sex where it's like, the, oh, I got to pee. and But you, you just think, oh, I actually have to pee? And I just think, oh, I'd have to pee, yeah. <laughs> and that's... That's and usually I just get up and go pee after sex is done. Yeah, and, and that's and that's what it feels like. And it's a matter of, you know, tr- trusting yourself enough to, you know, you kind of bear down a little bit and it and it just happens. But it's not, you know, you're not urinating. It's, a, you know, it's coming out of that gland. And I think that's for a lot of women, that's the hard part to get past is, oh, God, I don't want to make, you know, that's I don't want to make this mess. That's where they stop. <laughs> okay. So, so that leads me to a question that I have for you is, have you ever been embarrassed about a mess? Like a squirting mess, or have you ever purposely thought, well, you know what, I need to try and I, I know I could squirt, but I want to try to hold that in. No, I don't think so, because I, I mean, I, I kind of am familiar with most of the partners that make that happen, and so we, you know, for instance, the party this weekend, one of the things we bring are like the, the little the little pads. Yeah, the little waterproof pads, and so, you know, if if you know that's a possibility, then you throw that down on the bed, because, you know, we all stay at the house, and so my biggest mm-hmm. concern in the back of my head is someone's going to have to sleep in this bed, whether it's me or somebody else. And so, you know, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to make that mess. And so we just take care of that by throwing down towels or waterproof pads or whatever. So you can relax and not worry about, you know, that part of it. 
Part of the reason I ask that is because we've got a friend who squirts pretty frequently when she orgasms, and and I can tell there's a little bit of embarrassment about it. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I've been a mess. We gotta yeah, clean yeah. up, and and she knows she's gonna squirt, and we'll put a towel down. But just the volume, sheer volume of it, and it's sometimes mm-hmm. just a, you know, oops, I'm sorry. I mean, you know, that that whole feeling that goes with it, and so that makes me wonder if there's women out there who try to hold it back because um, of that. You know, I don't think the the one gal. Um, <laughs> We have we have several of them that are prolific squirters, and there's one gal who's you know who is concerned about that. But at the time, she's during sex, she just loses herself, and so it's always afterwards. She's like, "Oh crap! I hope I didn't get the bed." But you know, at the time, it's yeah, you know, she's just she's just gone. She's well, in her own head. And we've been with them long enough to know we take our own precautions. Yeah, um, if they come over to the house, we throw down. We we were ready. Oh, you know, <laughs> you prepare. Got to get yeah. out the raincoats. <laughs> Time for the poncho. Yep. And, it, and something and something that really gets me is we we're prepared. We get ready, and then for some reason she doesn't squirt. <laughs> that was kind of that was kind of a disappointment for me. But I you know I realized again there. An orgasm and squirting, but mm-hmm. what I found it's better to be prepared than not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like if I was a man and a woman squirted all over me, I I feel like it would kind of gross me out. Well, that's what I was going to ask in a moment was whether or not they've played with it in terms of I've heard of you know there's individuals who like to be down there and, and get it in the take the shower in the face eating the woman out and if she squirts that's oh that's my god as much as i don't want to eat out a woman the thought of a woman squirting me in the face oh my god that oh you're, oh, you're already girl. not into pussy so i think that would pretty much seal the deal for you <laughs> it totally would oh man that's like my worst nightmare but i mean i could see myself wanting to try I, i'm all about trying trying stuff to see if we like because you don't know if you like you don't know if you like it until you try it so if you if you were a squirter or or if at some point you become a squirter and we can get you there and we can try it we, we can try it i don't anticipate that i would like it just because i feel like Unless it's right at the end of sex, and then we just clean up right away, because I wouldn't want, you know, a face being yeah, but like, being all wet. But when I come, I get really, really wet. You know that. And then that's like one of your favorite times to eat me out is after I've had an orgasm or two, and it's super juicy down there. That's like your favorite time. Well, yeah, but nothing's there's, there's it's a, not actively squirting you in the face. Liquid <laughs> flying at me. Well, I guess that's one of my other questions too. Is is if you guys have actually seen it like travel any distance? Oh like, yeah, <laughs> like squirt, squirt. You know, like I mean, there could be a dribble, or we call it a squirt, but it could really just be a release of a lot of fluid without it actually like covering a distance. So have well, you you've yeah. seen it fly? It's, it has happened, and unfortunately, I was the one in the way. <laughs> well, I don't think you felt that unfortunate. I didn't, but, but yeah, it was it was um it was, sho- it was a little shocking. Power squirt, sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably what, do we watch windows with this? <laughs> That's funny. I haven't heard a power squirt. <laughs> well, there's kind of a if you're, and I think we were both playing with her at the same time. But if you if you put if she starts to squirt and you happen to have like your fingers down there and put a little pressure on her clit, then it kind of pulls everything back a little bit and it just created this. I mean, John was probably four feet away from her. So. Oh man, take that, men with the long distance ejaculation. Just <laughs> <laughs> across the room. Oh yeah. Um, although I pretty I, good distance with with the breast milk right now. I I can squirt that pretty far, but <laughs> four feet. Now see that feet, sexy babe, sexy. <laughs> that would freak me out more than more than getting squirted in the face. I think I think the breast milk thing would be like, okay, yeah. Uh, we're done. I guess there's, there's there's some guys who have asked for it specifically, and I'm kind of not really one to do it. But there's there have definitely been guys who've asked me to squirt them with the breast milk. So some some guys are into it. See, everybody has their thing. That's right. Yep. I've got a friend who offered to get out a cup of coffee and said, "Can you give me some cream?" Oh my god! <laughs> I left. And said, "No, it's for the baby." <laughs> Only if you so, poop in my ear. <laughs> uh, 
So is it? So Sheila, could you could you talk a little bit about the if it, the specific stimulation that works for you? Is it is it fingers? Has it happened with oral sex during regular sex or anal or or any type or just what sorts in in what situations has it happened? And is it always the same? Does it always have to be the same one? Um, with with other playmates, as far as I can remember, it's always been the finger technique. Um, John has made me squirt a couple of times during um, vaginal sex. Uh, it's it's one of those things where um, funny you have to specify. John has made me squirt vaginally, not during anal. You know, <laughs> just I thought that was funny. <laughs> but um, I think well with. The one thing I, I I definitely know is John is um, pretty well endowed, and I can't I I can't squirt with my vagina full. So I mean, when I the few times that he's had made me do it, when I kind of start bearing down, he kind of has to pull out for it to for me to be able to squirt. And that's why I think the other guys that I've played with um, they're more successful with fingers than anything. <laughs> You make me squirt because you're so small. <laughs> Size doesn't matter now. <laughs> I'm blushing. Stop it. We, we girls in the lifestyle can't be. My husband doesn't always make me squirt. He's too big. <laughs> that would be a so great your... compliment. <laughs> so your first time, was it? Was it? So yeah, um... so I think it's always the fingers on and... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't let you finish. That's okay. Go for it. But so, so your first time was it? Did you know it was coming on, or did you? Was it? Was it? You could feel it coming on, and you knew you were going to squirt, or was it? You didn't know what it was going to like. You know, you didn't know exactly what your body was doing until you actually squirted, and then it's. It took the first time to learn. Okay, this is how I need to relax, and this is this is how it feels leading up to it, or. I guess how reproducible was it after, like, with the well, first... We, we had tried several times, but the first time I squirted was a complete shock. Um, I didn't, you know, didn't really know it was coming. We'd been playing for a while, and again, that's the whole... You know, when John says situational, I think what it really is is that, you know, if we're playing with playmates, um, you know, it's... it It's not like, you know, you and your spouse that, you know... Sometimes you have long play times, and sometimes just bada boom, bada bang there, and now we can go to sleep. And with playmates, it's always a long kind of flirtation process and sort of a longer evening. And so there's all that time to sort of mentally, you know, be mentally stimulated, and then that translates into physical stimulation. But yeah, the first time John and I had been playing for a while, and it, when it happened, it was a shock to us both. She was standing in the kitchen. We were actually relaxing. <laughs> she was getting a glass of wine. And next thing you know, I'm mopping up the kitchen floor. <laughs> it happened actually afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow. So did you just you felt like you had to pee, and then all of a sudden, squirt? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So it was. It all was of, all all over the brand new laminate. Oh. Thanks, baby. <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> so do you think for you then it's it's physical and mental a little bit like you need both the like the long drawn out play session to just get yourself there in addition to the certain the, the finger stimulation hmm that's interesting to, well, to think about i've actually i've actually tried uh the whole finger stimulation and i've found the spot but um, it's very, very energetic. <laughs> and usually, if if that's the way a woman is going to squirt, um, and, and of course every woman's different, but if that's the way she's going to squirt, you can forget about it as a guy um, maintaining a hard-on and going for the kill afterwards because you have to focus completely and 100% on her. With and me, it, with yeah, with with whoever it might be, with Sheila, and there's a couple other girls in the lifestyle that are the same way that we know. But you've got focus one percent on them. Yeah, mm-hmm. not not with all of our playmates. So no. There are there are some women that are just they're just 
they're there all the time and it's, you know, John will walk over and go, hey, baby, and they'll, Psh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, make me work a little bit, would you? We really need to set up a play session with all of us here because from what I hear, John, you're quite the man. <laughs> well, I'm I'm a little prejudiced, but I think he's quite the man. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little modest. <laughs> He's well endowed. He can make you squirt upon looking at you. I mean, this is sounding unbelievable. <laughs> he, he's a catch. Trust me, we've, we've found ourselves in some pretty unbelievable spots and, and have a pretty unbelievable circle of friends. So now this... Um, Lady friend of yours that you see on, on a once once a month basis, does she squirt? Um, I don't think so. Not. I very she often. hasn't done it with me. I got her to do it once. Okay. But yeah, she's in that respect, she's pretty reserved, but she's very sensual and very sexual. Yeah. So, based on what you had just said, she's very reserved. Do you think squirting then is also something that? So we've established that you you think, or at least from your experiences, there's there's a mental there's a mental aspect to it in addition to the physical. But now it sounds like maybe you think that there's also just a certain almost like personality type. Like you need to be open minded to it. You think or definitely. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. So you're more of a wild child. Yeah, and you know most most of the women we know that we've talked you know that we've talked in depth about it, they didn't really didn't start squirting until until they were older, until they, you know, a lot of them say, I didn't do it until I got into the lifestyle, which mm-hmm. also makes me think that there's a, you know, there's manipulation component to it that they didn't realize they had the capacity until they started playing with other people. And Yeah, I mean, I, I do need to point out that our, our own experiences are, are biased in that, like, we, our, our familiarity with women who squirt are with women who are in the lifestyle, and so... I think that that naturally means that they're a little bit more kinky than most. So I'd be curious to know, you know, what what portion of the general population of women squirt and and have squirted, you know, and, and kind of what their age range is. I'd be curious to know that whole like demographic. It seems like squirting is is today's is today's equivalent of the of the female orgasm myth because for the longest time. People thought that the female orgasm was a myth, and that the G spot was a myth, and it seems like that's where squirting is, where it's still up for debate. Like, can women squirt? Can they not? Is it? Are they? Are these women actually just peeing and they don't even know it? It seems so. It, you were you were mentioning Heidi that it would be interesting to hear, you know, what what the general population has to say, or 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 a woman who is only ever squirted with her husband. She's not in a lifestyle because, as you mentioned, we are biased. We know people who squirt through the lifestyle, and we are, we're in the lifestyle, and so we're, right. we're biased in the demographic that we're even that, I think that we see talking. it a lot more, or at least to us it's a lot more prevalent. I mean, we see it all the time when we're, when we're at parties and that sort of thing. We have friends who do it, but we're in the lifestyle. So what was leading me to that is that John and Sheila had alluded to, oh, we thinking that it, it takes a person to have the right mindset and to maybe be a little bit more open or kinky with respect to sex. So you're not, you're not, what, what you're saying is you're not open enough yet. Oh, I think I'm very open. I just think it hasn't happened. I, I, I don't necessarily share that sentiment, but it was, it was making me think and wonder just about the general population, like, you know, how many women out there squirt. And I've done some research into female ejaculation and squirting, and there's a lot of interesting history that you were kind of getting at about the myth of squirting and female ejaculation. And there's there's actually so much to talk about with that that I don't think we could even get into the tip of the iceberg with it. And I kind of want to save that for just maybe another episode or another discussion because there's, there's so much to talk about and so much research about it. Uh, but one thing that I, I did want to bring up that I've kind of come across is that some of the research has indicated that um, some of the fluid that women squirt could be coming from the bladder, at least partially. If that's true, does that gross you out? Because that just adds to my, like, potential, like, uh, you know, like, like in the lifestyle, you don't always, sometimes 
depending on who you are, sometimes you swing with you might swing with people that you've just met, or you might only swing with really good friends. Everybody's got their own different rules and and levels of comfort. But if you are someone who are swinging with people that you might only know socially, and now you've got this other bodily fluid, had you know what what are your thoughts on that as far as protection goes, and and just coming into contact with it and the potential that it could partially be sourced from the bladder. Like, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I don't think that bothers either one of us. It, it doesn't. Um, because, well, to date, um, speaking personally for me, the women I've been with that have squirted, I've known for a while. Yeah. And it's, again, it's, it's, it's different. Um, the fluids are definitely different, but I haven't experienced anything yet that would let me believe that I'm getting urinated on. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely different. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a yeah, it's it's different, different, I don't have to be gross, but I mean, it's got a different smell to it. And, you know, so mm-hmm. it's, and, you know, we've done the, done the research as far as, you know, there, there, you know, women do have a gland in there that, that gets, mm-hmm. um, you know gets filled up with fluid that's you know it's kind of in the same area but it's different and so we're i think we're both okay with that and you know i mean i don't i don't enjoy anal sex we've tried and i don't know how do you put it john that's this just no go zone is that what we've decided excellent only for you dear yeah it's just it's just so, it's just so um it, it not is for everyone so it's so tight and I can't get relaxed enough for us to get any further than, you know, a finger or a, but we have other playmates who, other female playmates who enjoy anal sex. And, you know, at first he said, nah, I don't want you to go there if I can't do that myself. And I, and then I thought, you know what, hell with it. If they can and they like it and John likes it. So it's kind of really hard to be squeamish about bodily fluids once you've gone there. So, well, and so this leads <laughs> us into what I was going to say about squirting for me initially, it was intriguing. Mm-hmm. as was anal sex. It was intriguing. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed experiencing it. It was a turn-on. It was a turn-on. But I'm to the point now where I really, with, with our playmates, I enjoy the intimacy. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. seek out the anal sex. I don't seek out the squirting. If it happens, great. But I don't seek it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think um, not everybody's going to feel the same way, but um, and we've we've talked to some playmates who say no, it it doesn't do anything for me at all. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. I prefer to not be with a non-squirter. Um, but you know, you you guys, I want to go back to the general population though. That would be a fascinating question, but I don't think. I don't think you could ask that question of vanilla women because I think even if they do do it, they'd lie about it because it's not, it's sort of a, a taboo thing it's and taboo. it's it's yeah. something that, you know, vanilla people wouldn't want to talk about even if they know what you're talking about. So I don't know. It's kind of like, just... like walking into a party and seeing, you know, into a swing party and seeing women making out. You just, you don't see that at the mall, right? <laughs> so. I think it's just yeah, it's I mean, things that we encounter in the lifestyle that I just don't think you're ever going to get someone to admit in the vanilla world. I, I, I don't know if you give vanilla women enough credit. I, I think that there's a, a subsection of the, the vanilla population who's, who is monogamous and they choose to be monogamous but still kinky. Maybe not where they're kinky enough to go to a, a, a sex party and watch or anything, but kinky enough to to play with toys and have fun in the bedroom with their one man and, and, and squirt it and, and admit to it. Now, I don't know how large that portion of the vanilla population is, but I, I do think it exists. Because exactly I, I have some that. friends who are that way, who are, when they're with their man, they're the kinkiest women out there, but they're only with their man. And they but, wouldn't dream of, of entering into anything lifestyle related. And for a time, you you know, Danny and I were like that until we entered into the, the non-monogamous relationship. So I... Yeah, but I think that that's the... I agree with Sheila for the most part because I think that that's still going to be the minority of people. I think it's still going to be yeah, the I, majority I, of people it's, it's where... It's definitely a, a subpopulation. It's not the majority by any means. And even 
Even well, given, though, given the popularity of Fifty Shades of Grey, I mean, we're even, it, it's become pretty obvious that the general population is not kinky. Even your um, even your vanilla friends who have let you know that they that they squirt. When it comes to an actual, like let, let's say an actual sex researcher uh, came to them, or you know somehow contacted them, or they were in, you know somehow yeah. were talking to them, would they be comfortable saying it to them? Yeah, they're comfortable saying it to their friend who's already like, yeah, like you're not an uptight person, so they feel you know they're yep. comfortable with you. But when it comes to divulging this, and they know this is going to become part of public record, not not like their identity, but that. Yep. They're just that they're even as an, an anonymous person that they're saying mm-hmm. like yes I squirt I I think that that's a, still very much a taboo and and um, something you know to be kept in the yep. secrets of your bedroom yeah no I I, I see so, your point so, I, and I, I can mean, agree I, with that I I agree that maybe we should, there a little bit more credit should be given to vanilla but not much. I, 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 I don't think very much. And I guess part of it, too, might just come down to the term vanilla. Because can van- vanilla can mean boring, and van- or vanilla can just be non-monogamous. Well, yeah, that's... Or monogamous. And you know, it, it, so it, it might be just kind of how we use the term that's vanilla. That's true. That, you know, that is true, because a lot of times in the, in the swinging lifestyle, or you'll, you'll use vanilla to mean non-swinging a right. lot of times. But that's not always But it what also it means. just means, yeah, I mean, plain. It's, it's, they're, a, they're a plain, boring couple. Before I forget this train of thought, let me interject this. We were all vanilla at one point. And I think really good sisters and great couples in lifestyle have never forgotten that. They've never forgotten where they came from. They've never forgotten their fears, their anxieties. And we talk about our vanilla friends that we still have. Uh, We just it's hard for us to actually even get together with them, even for dinner or barbecue, because we're so afraid something's going to slip. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you put of... a little bit of alcohol in me, and I have to watch what I say. It's true. I mean, when when we're with yeah. our, our monogamous friends as well. And that would be totally a question I'd ask. If I got a couple of drinks with me and we're hanging out at a barbecue, and you know, I you know, got my liquid courage, I'd probably say, so, you know what squirting is? Have you ever done it? <laughs> you know what I can <laughs> I can't think of a single vanilla person I know that wouldn't run screaming from the room. <laughs> I could see thing. myself asking that question. Although I, I guess maybe I've just, our circle of friends tends to be a little bit more, when they're drinking as well, I think they just tend to be, not everyone, but I think there are a few who tend to be a little bit more um, sex positive or open about sex. Yeah, yeah. But so- not about swinging. Like that, we could never, ever, ever bring up anything even remotely related to the lifestyle. But... I think if I were to drop the question amongst a certain group of friends, um, they might not answer it, but they wouldn't run for the hills either. Yeah, and so so going back to going back to John's comment that we were all vanilla once, that's it's it's true, but it also uh, points it, it kind of highlights the what what we were just talking about, Heidi. Where how are we using the term vanilla? Does 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 vanilla just simply mean? They don't swing, or mm-hmm. they're not part of the swinging. They they're not even open to the idea of swinging. Yeah. Or does vanilla mean, you know, they're not open to, and we we consider them to be not open to really any sort of sexual, mm-hmm. sexual openness at all. Yeah. Be it, be it discussing, maybe they're completely um, a completely monogamous couple would be appalled by anything other than sh- monogamy. But are they? Would they? be uncomfortable talking about their sex life mm-hmm. with their husband or not. Yeah, I would and, make the argument that you and I were monogamous once, but I don't think we were ever vanilla. I mean... I don't think we were ever... Well... Um, I th- we've always been kinky, we've always been racy, we've always done... Yeah, that's that, that's, a, you know, that's exactly the thing. Is, is and so, so that's where it's like, well, that that really gets down to the definition of vanilla. And I think... And I'm, is, I think usually it's, it's just used as a term just to describe people who are monogamous, but... In my head, I'm applying it to people who are non, uh, who don't explore in the bedroom. Yeah, I mean that's that's true because because I think you know swingers we always use we'll always say vanilla to refer to a non a, a non swinger. But I think in your own head, like you know Heidi, with your group of friends, you have of your monogamous friends, you have those that you probably consider to be more vanilla than others. Where mm-hmm. yeah, there's shades of it. I guess exactly. some some are are very vanilla and some are more 
Neapolitan? <laughs> yes, we're... <laughs> if we're going the ice cream flavor route, we're chocolate? Like, <laughs> That's funny. I was I was just listening to the radio yesterday. Shades of vanilla. Shades of vanilla. Cream and coffee. <laughs> Someone's butter pecan? Like, <laughs> but it would be... It, it it would be really interesting to see that to you know to have a statistic or to have a a, a major survey that includes includes squirting. Yeah, and in, in um, my little bit of research that I was doing um, in prep for this episode, which made me realize that it's too much to talk about in one episode, um, I did come across some information that said that uh, Kinsey didn't believe in in female ejaculation as being a real thing, and neither did. Um, Masters and Johnson, all three of them said that it was just hogwash. Yeah, that's that, so that, that, is that right there kind of leads you to the thought process. And... Yeah, that is interesting. Maybe you guys will get some get some feedback. I mean, I, I have no idea how many um, non non swinging women listen to your podcast. Um, like, you oh, said, we, with... we've got a mix of people who who listen for sure. We definitely have listeners who uh, would fall into the monogamous category, but it, just the fact that they're listeners puts them in the less vanilla on the the <laughs> yeah. scale. Yeah, so maybe they'd be you know monogamous but willing to share their stories. So yeah. listeners out there, if you squirt, we want to know your squirting stories. Here's here's the plug. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. If you're a non, you know, non monogamous or a mon- monogamous person, either male or female, yeah, please, get, you know, email or whatever you guys and say, hey, you know what, that that Sheila chick is a biatch and I squirt and I don't mind telling you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it'd be interesting to to hear if you guys get um, any feedback on that. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I have to say that our listeners are the most opinionated and have the most advice when it comes to <laughs> anal play, particularly male anal play. We have gotten more emails and more feedback about male anal play than any other subject. And I love it. It's great. I mean, everything that all the all the advice and all the suggestions and all the stories are fantastic. And someday we're going to have to compile them and share them with the listeners because we've just gotten such a variety of different techniques and tricks and ideas, it's it's been great. So thank you, listeners, because we we read every email and we we uh, try to respond to everybody and and we love it. Yeah, awesome. and, and and I'm looking forward to the episode that Heidi's mentioned, where it's either we don't, it might be released before or after this this interview episode. We haven't recorded it yet, but it might go up before or after. We yeah, I was, I was kind of debating like, do we but, do the the history and the the myth and the legend of squirting first, and then talk about it, or do we talk about it and then we 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 talk about the science? I'm looking it. to I'm looking forward to getting a little bit more in depth in terms of the in research depth. that's the research go that's, deep, baby. that's been done. And I think we should. In, I think it might be an interesting episode, not just to be about the myths of the myth and research of squirting, unless you unless there's enough content for it. But I think just sex myths or sex, you know, what was once myth and what's been found out to be fact, and and that I think that'd be a cool episode. But it's it's interesting to me already that you mentioned that Kinsey and Masters and Johnson, none of them um, believed in believed in female ejaculation because that what that tells me is that it, it um, was linked back to bladder incontinence is what they were saying it's a, a release of the bladder through un, like an uncontrolled but, muscle spasm but what that but, but what that tells me without we, this is getting it secondhand from you is that they didn't witness it for themselves they exactly. because well or they witnessed it but they didn't believe that it was coming from the gland or you know they 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 witnessed a release of fluid but were didn't understand the physiology enough behind it and the anatomy behind it to to say that this is a a, a release of fluid other than coming from the bladder. Well, then they shouldn't. I mean, it's not you know if if you don't know exactly where it's coming from, then you don't have the knowledge to say def- yes, this is mm-hmm. coming from the bladder or no, it's not. So so, it seems... so perhaps they were too close minded about the source of the fluid. Yeah, yeah. Well, I and I, we have two. Go ahead. We we kind of have two two samples, and they're each a sample of one, so it's not exactly scientific, <laughs> statistically <laughs> significant. But the one gal who you know hit John in the chest at four feet, I I've never seen a woman <laughs> laying on her back urinate that far, and so you have to wonder if there isn't something else. How there. often it's have like, you seen a woman on her back urinating? Well, I don't exactly know looking for, but I'm sure there's a video on the internet of it. And um, <laughs> without getting, without getting breath. 
without getting graphic in that situation, I was actually, her and I were actually, uh, she squirted so hard, I was inside of her. She pushed me out of her, and I stumbled back about three feet. Wow. <laughs> that's quite the tight so, Wow, that's like not, the... That is one powerful pooty poo. That was one powerful pooty poo. <laughs> and we've got another friend who I was talking to her about it, and um, she said she cannot, she can't squirt unless her bladder's empty. So if she knows that she's going to be in that situation, then she excuses herself to the bathroom first. So, you know, what whatever's coming out of her isn't that. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah would, that's true. That sex would, is much less enjoyable for me if I have to pee. I always try to pee before we have sex. Peeing before, oh, yeah. that that pretty much assures you that the liquid that's coming out, is, you know, the odds of it being urine are, are very, very little mm-hmm. because you already peed. So Yeah, and, and I wasn't alluding to it being 100% urine. I, I, and some of the research that I was doing indicated that it might have some components of material in the bladder but not necessarily urea yeah so so it wouldn't necessarily have the smell of urine but it might have some of the same like salts but i mean it's a body fluid of course it's going to contain the same components of as other bodily fluids yeah i don't remember it being that salty no (laughs) (laughs) there's your answer to your former (laughs) question (laughs) has its own unique flavor (laughs) uh yes would you call it vanilla? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Any other questions or thoughts that you guys have about squirting? We've kind of went down an interesting path. Oh, I know what I know. What I was going to ask. Um, Sheila, is it maybe... I, I don't think this was mentioned already. If it has, um, just let me know. But is the volume always the same for you or, or close to the same or is sometimes, um, you know, a little, sometimes a lot or how, how is, how is your volume? Um, it's kind of all over the board. Um, and I, you know, to be honest in, in the situation, I don't ever stop and think, gee, why was that? Why was that less or than less? I don't think about that, but it's, it is sometimes it's a little bit and sometimes it's, you know, the, the, carpet squishes when I stand up so <laughs> is it that was going to make me ask have you correlated volume to pleasure no it's the the volume doesn't have anything to do with pleasure it's pretty much the same release um no more matter what. length of build up like longer longer build up more more volume god you know I've never thought about that I've never thought about if it's more okay volume now you have a homework assignment homework <laughs> Have a shorter play session or an all and an all day play session, and the next time you squirt, you get no. You got to think about it and report back. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we better call Marty. <laughs> See, I'm just giving you an excuse to have a, uh, another play session, so you know. Pretty much. <laughs> so, so I, I guess my last inquiry is: Is it just a? Would you consider it like one single like burst explosion, or is it you know when you is it like when a guy comes and it's like squirt 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 or or squirt squirt, squirt. or when you urinate you know you, you 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 know you can sit there and urinate for thirty seconds but it it at a constant stream yeah and then a, you turn on and off when you when you pee you can turn it on and off is it a stream or can it be or for you is it typically just a one time explosion of of liquid. Um, it's, hmm. it's been, for me, it's usually kind of a one time, but I mean, it'll, for instance, at a, you know, at a party or with playmates, it might happen more than once in an evening, but usually not more than once in a, in a session. It's okay. Let's go, you know, to the kitchen and, and get a drink. And then, you know, round two starts kind of thing. And Is it frequently like after sex, like it was for you for your first time, or was that kind of a, a fluke? That was a fluke. That was, I mean, I don't, I don't make, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, I don't make it all the way to the kitchen and then go, oh, sorry about the floor, everybody. So it's really <laughs> during sexual activity. That, that one time was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a, it was a one time thing that was. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So again, I, was I, we built up mm-hmm. to that all. I think it was a Sunday. We'd been teasing each other all day. Yeah. We had been. Oh, yeah, nice. We, uh, We'd been taking pictures for the web, uh, our our AFF profile, and she'd been getting dressed up, and yeah, it was 
we've been building up to that. So, mm-hmm. well, that that makes me wonder. This is off topic, but we've been we've talked about it in recent episodes. Do you guys sext? Do you send sexy text messages with other couples, or do you do you <laughs> engage in that as foreplay? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh yeah, and Sounds you know, like it's, it's, it's with enjoy. with our with our friends. It's you know hey baby guess what I'm wearing kind of thing but even with couples that we haven't met yet but we're planning on meeting like we have a date set up with them um, if they're willing then we definitely um, flick and forth and sex back and forth because it's a great way to kind of break the ice I'm, I'm doing a very unscientific poll just trying to figure out if we're in the minority or not of people who um, we we don't regularly engage in sexting and it's kind of a lot of work to get to as a way to get to know a couple. So I was just curious to know. If, I think if we are in the minority. I, I think we are. I yeah. think we've talked to enough people where, um, which which makes sense. I mean, I get being sexy and and just. I feel like we're so busy that it's yeah. like it's, I don't want to beat a dead horse. One more, I was just curious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've already it's, talked about that it's before. A great so way, it's a it's a great way to get to know a couple that uh in, that you haven't met, and it's a great way to keep that relationship going with with ongoing friends mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's true that is yep, true i can see that as being a great way so with that why don't we go ahead and wrap this up all right well i want to thank you guys for joining us okay. on this squirting episode and let our listeners know if you want if you have any questions for sheila and john or uh, comments and thoughts about this episode or any other episode you can email us at swingingaround at gmail.com no g at the end of swinging you can follow us on twitter we're at swinging around again no g at the end of swinging you can like us on facebook um we're on itunes and stitcher go ahead and pop on there and give us a review give us a rating that helps keep our listenership up and enables us to keep getting these podcasts out to you and with that all right everybody stay sexy and stay swinging